All right, so we're here. Metaphysician 7. Another late night recording. And despite the monotone delivery of the, uh, of this rambling, good news was manifested <laughs> today. So, a little, um, well, it wasn't little at all. It was a one-hour interview. The one-hour Zoom interview with these, um, with this company out there in China teaching ESL was actually very good. Now, it all comes down to what they say down the line. I, <laughs> When you've been around the block, you know that anybody can see an interview is, you know, we had a great interview with you. You seem like the best candidate, so on and so forth. So it all comes down to the final decision. But besides from that, actually, let me go further into that. So it was kind of a, we sit back, we discuss, you know, the, the typical questions, high stress what was a high stress scenario that you were involved in? How did you, you know, what some what what are policy changes that happened within a you know a, a company you're working for that you had to adapt? Those various questions that are kind of like geared towards like how do you handle change? How do you handle things on the fly? What did you do to to handle these kind of scenarios? Those kind of questions. Then okay, so. We hear a bit about, um, and by we, I mean I, <laughs> I hear about, you know, Shenzhen, which should be the place that I, in the last minute, decided would have been the place for me. It's, uh, well, one population count that I read on Wikipedia said 17 million. And then the information that was given to me in email said 30 million. So it could be like 17. You know how they do like, you know, what's the city proper and then what's the urban metropolitan area. And then in the case of the U.S., they have what's the CSA. So it could have been like city proper is 17 million, which is mind-blowing in and of itself. And then metropolitan area is 30 million. So, okay, great. I hear about what to expect the first day that I get to Shenzhen. You get put up in a hotel for two weeks, and apparently it's fairly easy to find uh, accommodation. You know, it's and I didn't ask the interviewer this question, but it's something that I'm seeing. There's a lot of like, you know, well, obviously China's the biggest market, biggest country in the world because population wise so it makes sense that there's an abundance of opportunities to teach English out there both physically out there and online so I wanted to ask that question but I realized that the answer was pretty obvious as to why there's so many companies teaching English then you hear about like you know I asked a bit about like the parenting Of the students. Basically, it'd be like teaching kids from age three to six or seven. And it's like, you know, 
what's what 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 are the parents like? Are they helicopter parents? Are they overly involved in the education? Because you know, in North America, there's a little bit of a hands-off style. People go to school, and it's whatever. Now, given that it's ESL, you know, it's uh, it's you know, parents are paying quite a bit. It's a bit of a different flex there, but. It's more of like a private school kind of a flex, but seems that uh, parents are involved. Well, you have various interpreters, you have various class aides, teaching aides to help you kind of with the transition, also helping you with the classroom dynamics and so on. Anyway, now after this whole one hour interview, which kind of flew by. Um, I get a call back from a number that I immediately recognize as the, <laughs> the focus group people. So what is a, what is a nice lady at the, at the focus group company say? He's like, look, you know, sorry for not calling you back. I discussed with the higher ups, the superiors say that we're waiting for things to pick up in 2019 before we really commit to consistently you know running focus groups and consistently having focus group assistants and so on and so forth so I'm like great at least I heard back and it sounded like you know assuming that things pick up which they should according to her that you know I can expect to begin to be hearing a call back until it actually happens it's talk, but that was that was very good news for me. Even though it wasn't anything concrete, even though it wasn't something that materialized to anything concrete, it's good to have that good news. Good to have that good news. See, it's easily until I just started talking about it, I almost like blotted it out of my mind in the sense that you know. You didn't go with, there was no popping of champagne. There was no like, let's pop rosé at this news. It was just good, reassuring, confirming news of efforts that were not totally to waste. That did not totally go to waste. So, did I celebrate in any kind of way? I think I got like, my celebration was I got some pepperoni sticks. So, <laughs> on that note, everybody out there who's looking for signs of things moving forward and it doesn't seem like things are manifesting or things are transpiring, you just gotta. It's a, a lot of a lot of life is the waiting game, right? A lot of opportunities amount to you take action and then there is the inevitable patience required for the waiting game so on that good on that note good night or good afternoon depending on when you hear this and i hope everybody has something out there that's materializing some form or fashion metaphysician seven reporting now metaphysics rancast peace also today was i mean i know you're hearing this in february but (laughs) <laughs> Today was uh, Well Let's Talk Day So 
It was interesting to see. I should actually separate this. Yeah, we'll do another recording about Bella's talk. All right, peace.